Hey, John Lim here. This is our third episode in our series this month with Peter Vonisak. Uh, I encourage you, if you haven't already, check out episode 303, where we go into Peter's story. Check out last week's episode 304, where Peter talks about his journey as a content creator, specifically as it relates to Cobra Kai, the fantastic sequel series to the Karate Kid films. And today, we're going to shift our focus to towards Cobra Kai because today, which is Thursday, August 27th, we are, Peter, what, what are we? We're one day away from what? The um, debut of Cobra Kai on Netflix. Absolutely. You know, yeah, and, and very excited. I, I describe, you know, it's so interesting to me because I, when I talk about Cobra Kai and, and I've been a fan since it, it debuted and I say it's the best show that not enough people have seen. You know, it's 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 one of those conundrums where it it debuted on YouTube Premium, which again, uh, m- many people might not even know that YouTube has a whole section of content that's uh, original scripted content, and it has millions upon millions of views. And yet, it's one of those shows where groups like you, yours, like the companion group and and content creators like you, and I as well as a fan, really sh- kind of shout out from our lungs that this is the best show that you need to be watching. And it's it's always been a challenge. I know for me, Peter, I don't know for you, but I have told so many of my friends to watch Cobra Kai, and the challenge has been, well, it's another streaming service. It's on YouTube. I, I don't know. And then, but when I'm able to get them, sometimes kicking and screaming, to sign up for that trial on YouTube Premium and watch Cobra Kai, the two seasons that are out now, everyone across the board has fallen in love with it. I, I just, they all get sucked in and it really calls back to either their love of the Karate Kid or just the compelling stories and the great acting and the great production values. So the move to Netflix, this is something that I've written two articles about Cobra Kai. I wrote an article right after it debuted to talk about really what Cobra Kai does right uh, my one kind of question mark was the choice to go with YouTube Premium, but at the time it seemed like a smart play because Cobra Kai made such a big splash, it really was the standout piece of content. We've been waiting. I'm going to set this up and then we're going to talk about this. We've been waiting for season three uh, because season one and season two debuted in the spring, and we've been waiting for season three for so long. And in the beginning of the year, we didn't hear really much news. And then this pandemic hit and everyone's kind of flying with their theories as to why we haven't seen Cobra Kai uh, season three or any trailers. And something you talked about on the last episode, and and I really encourage our listeners to listen to it. You had a really big piece of news to share, and uh, it involved... Speaking with the three content, uh, three creators of Cobra Kai, John Hurwitz, Hayden Schlossberg, and Josh Heald. Tell us about that day and tell us about the announcement. Well, basically, um, I had reached out to John Hurwitz because they, they did come on our show uh, right before season two premiered. Mm-hmm. And so I, I asked them, gosh, I don't know, the beginning, early 2020. Well, I reached out to their personal assistant and I said hey I would like to invite the guys back on if if they are interested um, and then 
the response was they'd be happy to come back, but when we find out more about season three. So then there was this lull. You know, we didn't hear anything for a long time. We didn't know what's going on. And there was negotiations that people weren't aware of, um, you know, with with the show leaving YouTube or at least YouTube going away from scripted shows. And John actually kind of gave us a heads up about uh, Friday night before. Hey, um, announcements coming this Monday and we want to give you guys some time and talk talk about the deal uh, of the, the new platform. So he wouldn't say what it was, uh, it, you know, because he couldn't. So since he was afforded so when he said new platform, did you know what that meant? I mean, did you know what he was referring to before the the Monday announcement? Uh, did you, you had sort of a, an idea that uh, there might be a big change? Yes, because we already knew that it was coming. We we just wanted to know which where was it going. Ah, I see. So, okay. you know, yeah, that that article had already come out from Deadspin that um, that they were looking for a new home. So the live stream was on the twenty second. So we're like what the nineteenth was when he reached out and said, "Hey, mm-hmm. Monday, um, you know, the announcement is coming. The the new platform that Rakai's uh, going to." Uh, we're gonna be spending all day on fo- on the phone with different news outlets, and we want to talk more about the deal with you guys. Give you guys that opportunity is, again. So, that is so phenomenal that the that the three creators behind the show would choose your platform, would choose your show to come on your show to talk about this big announcement. I think it speaks volumes about the trust that you've engendered, but also the fact that you've built up these great relationships. And, it, and again, I, I call back to last week's episode, which I encourage all of our listeners to listen to. It started out as you coming up with the idea to do one episode about season one and, and look <laughs> at look at how it evolved. Look at all the relationships that you've developed, developed with people in front of and behind the camera. I think that's really phenomenal. But anyway, back to back to that day. I also want to point out the day of that conversation was also a very special day, and and the timing couldn't have been more fortuitous. So June twenty second was that the that was the date, correct? That was the date. That was and the what, what, anniversary. Uh, for, yes, that was the anniversary, the theatrical <laughs> release of the first Karate Kid film, which thirty six. Yeah, uh, unbelievable. I, that, I mean, the, the stars were really aligned. So I think it's a fantastic conversation. I encourage our listeners to check it out. I'll have it linked in the write up. So the news breaks. Peter, share with our listeners where Cobra Kai is moving. Uh, Cobra Kai is moving to Netflix. And I think uh, for a lot of people, that's what they were crossing their fingers for. Yeah. Just because it it's was, globally available. It was kind available. of like the trifecta. It was either going to be Prime, Hulu, or Netflix. It, you know, it kind of was, but hindsight, uh, or even like leading up to that uh, announcement, I did a little bit of research and just tried to see what the subscriptions were like for those platforms. Hulu is actually only available in the U.S. and U.S. territories, uh, so we were going to lose out. Yeah, we were going to lose out a lot of our viewers in different parts of the or you know, everyone outside of the U.S. Because I remember from watching Cobra Kai on YouTube and and seeing the comments on YouTube and also on social media. One of the biggest comments was, "I would love to see an international translation of it." I, I think the Karate Kid is so beloved worldwide that it makes sense that that was part of the calculation was to go with a platform that has a global audience and a global reach. So Peter, 
So is it fair to say that you weren't really that surprised when Monday came and the announcement was made that it was moving to Netflix? I I, I wasn't because that, to me that just made the, the most sense. But obviously I don't know what went on in, in the negotiations. Sure. But I think it was also more like wishful uh, hoping on my part as well. You know, you were just saying at the top of the sh- uh, this episode where you, you often said that this show was kind of hard to sell to people, that it, it was very underseen. I often said that this show is criminally underseen. Not yeah. enough people are watching it. Now it's going to be available worldwide. Um, so, so very exciting. Stuff. That actually leads me to my next question. So we're talking about a big fish from a small pond to a big fish in a large ocean. What does the move for Cobra Kai, what does this mean for, for Cobra Kai and for the fans? Uh, you know, and, and as someone who is one of the most prolific content creators, I, I'm excited to ask you this question. I'm not, well, I, I feel that there's going to be a lot of opportunities uh, um, for the show in terms of merchandise and, and spinoffs. But this is stuff that was said during the live stream, and some of this was also written in articles. But I think to put this show out there on a bigger platform and more exposure, um, I think the cast, they're going to be seen more by other studios and perhaps, you know, their agents. We'll get calls for other roles, uh, maybe more merchandise, toys. Uh, there's already talk of a video game. We had a mm-hmm. four-issue comic book before the yeah. Netflix announcement. You know, so there there were a lot of things that people were hoping for and wanting that we couldn't get while on YouTube, and perhaps this move to Netflix that's going to be uh, uh, more accessible to us. You know, yeah, these these hopes and wishes can probably come true. Yeah. And uh, so I do have to ask you, I mean, you know, I was excited about it. Like I said, it inspired me to write a follow up article uh, calling it the perfect sequel. Do you have any concerns? Selfishly, yes. Um, Just because I I am an independent podcaster, I don't have any sponsors. Recently, uh, Icon Heroes, they um, they sent us some free pins so we can help promote some of the, the, the Karate Kid pins. But aside from that, Everything is out of my pocket. You know, mm-hmm. I I yeah. paid for the hosting fees and and all of that. It's just hard work. You know, there there was a tweet one time from a follower. Uh, I believe it was Karate Papa on on Twitter. He was just like, "How do you do it, dude?" Like uh, <laughs> a question how, that I asked you on our how, last episode. It's like, how do you balance uh, all of this? And well, moving not, to a bigger only, platform is going to mean uh, inevitably, Peter. I mean, as one of as someone who's been doing this since day one. You're going to have more followers. You're going to have more uh, more fans coming to the show, which is exciting. Uh, I mean, is that one of your concerns that this is this is going to mean a bigger audience for you to manage? You know that that has a little bit uh, to do with it. But the the tweet was really like like what did you do to be able to go visit the set and get all these interviews and stuff? Because as of right now, as far as I know. Brianna and I and one of our moderators, Amy, we're the only three from the Phantom that have that got to visit the set, you know, and while down in Atlanta, we coordinated a a meetup, you know, with a lot of the cast members that that lived there locally and some fans that were attending Dragon Con. So it's just hard. uh, You know, it's it's just plain hard work that 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 I believe got me here. That's what got the attention of the creators was my second interview ever. You know, at this point, we've had, what, 46 Mm-hmm. So, but my concern, yeah, there's going to be more followers, more listeners, more people to interact with. 
But in the podcast community, I feel more podcasters are either going to start shows or start covering it, you know, if they do a TV podcast too. So to me, it's more competition. And so that was one of my, you know, mission statements too. Like I wanted to be the best of, I feel like I probably have the biggest presence of the podcasters on Twitter, mm-hmm. you know, um, and that's intentional. Like if you want your show to be out there, you put yourself out there too. On Instagram, yeah, I post things, but I could probably post things a little bit more, which I don't. But I'm also mindful of the things I post, and I, I don't want them to be nothing. So when I post something, hopefully it's something that people want to see, you know, because yeah. there's may, maybe some people that are posting for posting's sake. Um, and I don't want anyone, you know, I don't want to oversaturate people's feeds with, with just miscellaneous things. I, I want it to be um, informational or something fun. You know, that's that will put a smile to somebody's face, you know, things like that. Gosh, yeah, it, I, I think that's it. Uh, my concern is more competition well, you uh, know you know, with more I mean, established podcasters. Let, let's look at it this way, Peter. Two, two things I'll say to that. Number one, you've been doing this for a longer time. So you've you've really kind of, like I said, we talked about this on the last episode. You put in the hard work. You, you've established great relationships with people on the show. And also the other thing is, you know, competition can be healthy too. You know, I think if, if this show invites more content creators, that can only help spread the word on, as you said, a criminally underrated show. So maybe this could be a good thing. Oh, absolutely that too. But also, you know, with with good competition, that's only going to make me better, right? It's yep. only going to push iron. me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Iron. So mm-hmm. what's on your wish list, Peter? What would you, let's say sky's the limit. If you had to pick maybe two things or three, let's say three, three is always a magic number. Three things on your wish list that you want to have either from the show, it can be like, let's say a piece of merchandise or to you as a podcaster as a content creator around Cobra Kai three things oh gosh on the spot it it's it, it's hard it's so funny too because I invited the the Cobra guys onto an episode where we did some season three predictions and um you know we were supposed to come up with x amount of well, what were they? actually no we did well predictions and prop bets you know kind of like the Super Bowl prop bets we, we did something like that and we were supposed to come up with a X amount of number, and they were supposed to come up with one. So one of the ones that they come up with, which episode will Peter make his cameo? Which you know, it was a joke. <laughs> so that, so that's, it, was, it sounds like that's number one, a cameo on Cobra yeah. Kai, which would be awesome, which you, would be amazing. You know what? Maybe not even a cameo, some a nod to me. It's completely oh, yeah? selfish here. Yeah. You know, yeah. a, a mailman walking on the screen. Sure. Somebody named a Peter. Yeah, you know the drop of the word of companion because I mm-hmm. think that's very deliberate. Something like that. That's a little on the nose. Like, oh, that's that's probably Peter and Brianna that they're. I, I you know that that that's yeah, that's yeah. definitely wish number one. What's wish number two? Wish number two, um, just to be able to uh, interview some of the the more um, publicized uh, uh, actors. You know, Billy and Ralph already came on. I I'm okay with just that one appearance but um i i was in touch with courtney hangler once uh who plays you know amanda Larusso, mm-hmm. uh, daniel's wife uh i went through her pr and my lack of experience working with uh, communicating with people with pr i guess i might have said or did something wrong and and that went nowhere but courtney she actually gave me the name of her pr person so that fell through 
Um, Sholo's PR, they just, you know, gave me a no. So hopefully inter- interviewing some of those people. Um, you and know, there's with, no uh, reason why it can't happen. I mean, again, think about, and I encourage my listeners, listen to last week's episode where we really go into your content creator journey. So what's number three? What's, on, what's third on your wish list? Number three, um, I I just want more uh, more of my podcast friends because I you know when I started out podcasting I was known as you know Peter from Podstalgic who's a huge Back to the Future fan with Cobra Kai now I am known as like Peter who does the Cobra Kai thing <laughs> I I want my podcast buddies to come to me and like I finally watched it and it's a great show yeah <laughs> you know just one of those things like hey I finally watched it. Because uh, how often do we tell somebody and they say, "Oh yeah, I'll I'll get to it," and then they never get to it? Yeah, absolutely. I, I've had I've I'm on several text messages <laughs> right now, uh, reminding people that Cobra Kai is moving finally to a streaming platform that they already subscribe to. So, uh, Peter, we're going to wrap this up. This is a fantastic conversation. Uh, in fact, fantastic three conversations. Remind our listeners because today is Thursday, August twenty seventh. What is tomorrow? Tomorrow, seasons one and two of Cobra Kai will debut on Netflix. So those of you who have Netflix, which is probably 99.9% of you listening to this podcast, tomorrow you'll be able to see Cobra Kai. You'll be able to see what we've been talking about on social media and on these last couple of episodes. Peter, where can our listeners find and connect with you and Companion? If uh, if Twitter's your thing, you can find me at Corporate Kai Pod. Um, John, you mentioned the YouTube channel. Yes. We have you know a different type of content on there. Eventually, I want to move all, um, all of our interviews onto YouTube. Uh, but if you guys want to hear those interviews, just type in Cobra Kai Companion, Companion with a K, on your favorite podcast uh, app of your choice, and and we'll come up. Awesome. And we'll have all of this linked in the write-up at bemovingforward.com. I want to thank you for joining me for these three fantastic conversations, for sharing your story, both your journey uh, as as a person, but also your content creation journey and much continued success. Thank you so much, buddy. Oh, thank you so much.